I'm super happy you're here, Adam. I'm, I'm honored. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, um, so really quickly, guys, if you are listening, we have Adam from Yolotli. That's me. Um, and we're here just chit-chatting today about who you are and your band. And um, I want to like talk about you for starters because you're the front man and um i want to know well and i've been there you know like being the front person of a project and um it's it's super fun you know being being that well yeah the front person of 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 a band and um i kind of want to dive deep into like who you are and how you got to be in Yolotli and um uh yeah just get to know you just because I think uh as, especially as from people like we have to put on a performance right. um you know and or you know what we write or whatever we have to um there's stories behind our lyrics right. and everything um so how long have you been singing for well I've been singing well I'm gonna give away my age here <laughs> <laughs> I've been singing probably since I was like uh 12 or 13 years old oh, shit. so which is over i want to say over 20 years ago i don't want to say exactly how many <laughs> years but since i was um probably junior high age uh-huh. yeah i've been singing that long um i haven't always been uh the front man mm-hmm. for many years i did a uh, guitar i played guitar and i did uh back vocals backing vocals okay. so actually the whole front man thing is still kind of a, a new concept to me so which is something, really? something cool we can talk about yeah uh-huh. so i played it for probably 15 10 15 years as a guitar player and i did like backup vocals and stuff and it was only up until like five or six years ago that i actually took a chance to actually be the the front you know the front guy of of, of groups so mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's a new idea for me still so um initially you said you started playing guitar my first instrument, well, aside from being in, in school band, I played trombone. What? what? Ah. Um, I started off on bass guitar. Okay. Because um, growing up, the way I actually got into music was my dad was a drummer. He grew okay. up as a musician. And then, um, of course, my, my two older brothers, they were musicians, too. So I grew up, um, they were three and six years older, Wait, so you're the baby? older than me. So I'm the youngest one. Oh, yeah. okay. So I kind of grew up, well, I, not kind of, I, I grew up idolizing them. So they were in bands and they played, you know, and everything. So my dream was always to play with them. Yeah. So did your dad them, ever want to do like a, like a Selena band? You know, um, <laughs> I think we were a little too, uh, we're on the metalhead side. So he's like, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't get what they're doing. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, my dad actually still plays. He, he gets oh, together really? with, with, a, with some old friends of his and he still Aww. jams. So, That's which is fun. awesome to see. Yeah. So, but yeah, initially I started off on bass. Um, okay. one of my brothers was a guitar player and singer. The other was a drummer. So I'm like, oh, well I got to play bass. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, we get that like Chevelle thing going. So yeah. I was like, I can, I can, you know, complete the lineup. But I started off on bass, and uh, I did that for a few years, and then I switched over. They were actually at a point where they were looking for a, a replacement guitar player in their band. Mm-hmm. So I actually secretly started learning their songs on guitar. Aww. And then one day I told them, like, hey, guys, um, you know, I, I learned all your stuff. And they're yeah. like, what? And, you know, they heard me, and, um, yeah, eventually I, I joined up with them as, as a guitar player. So that's sort of how it all got going. Dang. Yeah. So that's awesome. So you started like pretty young and yeah. Um, 
I had my first band was what 13, 14 years old. Actually, the first band that I did come out and I did do vocals. Mm-hmm. We did like a like our freshman year talent show. So I did sing um, then, but after that, things kind of took off uh, when I joined up with my brothers and I just stuck to the guitar and. Uh, my brother's a, a, a great singer, too, so mm-hmm. we just kind of left it to him for years and years, and I backed him up, and I, that was just kind of my role forever and over, forever and ever, and um, oh, man, about seven, eight years ago, that band that we were in forever kind of just, you know, fizzled out, and um, I started singing in another project, and then COVID hit, mm-hmm. so that kind of derailed everything, so during COVID, I, I did some, I jammed with some people and stuff, but um after that was when Yolali kind of came around and things kind of went full force. And uh, so how did that come about? Like, did someone ask you like, Hey, do you want to be the vocalist yeah. for this band? Um, and I have my, my buddy, Tony, which is our, our guitar player for Yolali. Um, I've known him for a good number of years cause he played in many bands too, um, over the years in El Paso. And I have to give a shout out to, we were just talking about uh, Judy and, and Papa Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually two bands that I've joined because of Papa Joe. Oh, really? Because um, Papa Joe, I actually met him through photography because I actually do uh, photography as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I, I met him sort of through that scene and uh, he kind of figured out, found out that I was a musician and, and um, I don't remember how he heard or... Um, I think I had done some tracks like on my own and I'd sent them to him, but there was a band. The first band I was a singer in was called uh, Tasting Colors. Okay. So he actually hooked me up with them because I asked him like, hey, do you know anybody who's looking for a vocalist? I'm kind of looking to try out, you know, singing. And uh, yeah, he's like, sure enough, this band, you know, hit him up. And I, and I messaged them and, and I ended up trying out and, and got on the band with them. And that's the one that kind of got derailed during COVID. But mm, okay. You know, this this time around, it was the same thing. It was uh, it was Papa Joe. He kind of approached me. He's like, hey, um, he's like, you know, you know, Tony, right? Uh, I'm like, yeah, I remember him. Why? What's up? And he's like, he's looking for somebody to, to sing over some music that he's been working on. So I'm like, oh, OK, cool. So I kind of hit him up and he sent me some stuff. And I was like, oh, man, hell yeah. Like this stuff is awesome. So we met up and um, he has a home studio, which is where we do all of our stuff. Oh, okay. So, but he sent me some tracks and um, I finally went in. This was November, December of 21. Mm-hmm. I went in and tracked the, uh, the first song that I did with him, which also uh, is going to be part of uh, the record that we're going to put out, uh, which we'll talk about. But um, that was like the very first song that we did in, in 21 and it ended up starting the whole Yolali thing. But uh, Joe was the one that, put it all together so i have Aww. to give him a shout out because two times he's he's got me into projects that i ended up joining full-time so he's, yeah he's him and judy have always been like big supporters not only of my projects but like just of me personally so mm-hmm. definitely want to give them a shout out oh yeah for yeah. sure they're they're so sweet and yeah. they're just so supportive and, and and i was telling them that i'm just like you guys are like the mom and dad yeah. of the music scene yeah, just totally. always being so loving and yeah. caring and yeah always having um, our backs, you yeah. know, and, and, um, it just makes, um, I think, uh, it just makes, gives you like that wholesome feeling yeah. of like, you know, there's them that we can count on. Yeah, if totally. anything. Um, so you guys recently have been, well, I saw that you guys released a song maybe like five months ago. Yeah. 
um and then before that you guys did a music video which was super badass um tell me a little bit about that how how what was the process of you're talking about the, the ghost video yes yeah um well we put the song together um We've recorded songs here and there little by little, which um, we're, we're going to release now as a full record. But um, we've done them here and there. And um, Ghost is actually a cool story. The, the, the story behind the song is that um, Tony writes um, primarily all of our music and he'll record the stuff. And uh, he'll send me tracks and be like, hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? You know, try and write something to this. And he sent me this song and it already had the title on it, which was, was Ghost. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, I always, I always kind of try and write. I mean, based on the vibe of the song. Yeah. But if it has a title, I'm like, oh, I was, I'm gonna run with the title. Yeah. So um, I was like, well, what can I write? You know, I can write about you know haunting or whatever or something spooky. And I thought of, I thought on it for a while, and then um, I, I told my wife, I was like, I'm gonna watch um, the movie Ghost, the Patrick Swayze movie Ghost to see if I can get anything out of it. So I haven't watched it in like, I don't know, probably since I was like 12 or 13 or something. I don't even remember it. And um, yeah, we sat down and watched it and it like, I don't know, it just, it really resonated with me. So that song is actually pretty much closely follows that movie. Like the story of that movie, the lyrics came straight from that movie. Mm. And the video um, was sort of based on the same idea of of like uh, mortality stuff like that um but we knew we wanted something kind of spooky you know something and something again that that sort of had that el paso vibe you know the dia de los muertos pain and everything that we did for the for the video so i started looking around for locations and i'm like oh man this is gonna be really hard i was looking like at ballrooms and like asking around like does anybody have like a warehouse or somewhere spooky looking or something and at the same time, I was looking for a makeup artist because mm-hmm. I knew I, kind of, I had a vision of what I wanted it to, to look like. So um, I had this uh, this this uh, individual named Cynthia. Um, she's on Instagram as Terror Beauty. You mm-hmm. can check her out. She hit me up and she's like, well, I, I'm a makeup artist. So, you know, I would be happy to, to do what, what you're looking for. And I was like, OK, cool. Well, I have the makeup down. And then she, sure enough, she's like, hey, as a matter of fact, my sister actually has this really cool house. She's like this really spooky looking house that might fit, you know, what you're looking for. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I've, I've struck out to this point. So I'm like, send me some pictures. Let me check it out. And uh, she sent me a picture of the living room, which is actually the main shots of our performance uh, where we're playing. And I was like, oh my God, this place is perfect. Is it like a, is it a house in Central? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It totally gave off that vibe yeah. for sure. Yeah. So I saw the picture. I was like, oh my God, this is like a dream come true. I'm like, I got the makeup artist and the location in the yeah. same, you know, in the same strike. And, um, and then I was looking for the actors, like the, the couple to, to actually dance and everything. She's like, yeah, as a matter of fact, she's like, I think my sister would be down to, to do the dancing part, like her and her husband. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. So I, I, you know, I kind of, went back and forth with all of all of them and they were like yeah we're totally in and Mm -hmm. um we were thinking of outfits and everything and and she's like oh well i have i have my mom's vintage wedding gown i'm like oh my god (laughs) dude i'm like where have you guys been my whole life so it all came together like just so beautifully so it was all thanks to thanks to them that Mm -hmm. they reached out to me and they're like yeah i mean we've got everything you're looking for so 
So yeah, we ended up shooting at the house. Um, the sister and the husband were the couple in the video. Um, Cynthia was the one that did the makeup and put everything together. So shout out to her for getting all of that for us. So that's how the, the ghost video came together. And um, I'll mention that that one was, was shot by, well, both videos, we have two videos on YouTube, two official uh, shot videos. Mm -hmm. And they've both been shot by uh, a guy named Benny Ontiveros. He has a company called Paloma Films. Oh, okay, and cool. um, they've done videos for us and uh, i've had some other bands do videos with him in the past too so shout out to him he's an awesome awesome talent um but yeah he he came in and he's like even he was like man this is so killer he's like i couldn't have put you know a, a cooler production together myself i'm like yeah it just all just kind of came together organically so it's so great when it just turns out like it that, was you know? awesome it was <clears> so <throat> cool so yeah that's the story behind that whole track and video and everything so you guys definitely check it out on on youtube for sure yeah it's absolutely yeah, badass thank you so much so i have to ask um the band has a very unique name yeah yololi yeah do you know the history or or how you, that name was chosen for the band absolutely um when we started recording in 21 uh we were actually looking for names and uh the first song we recorded which is going to be like i said on our full length record is going to be a song called hate me so it's kind of more of an aggressive song and i'm i was sort of in that headspace when we started out so i wanted the band's name to be vendetta mm -hmm. so i was like yeah you know it has a cool ring to it and i can see like logos for it and everything but I got on Spotify and I typed in Vendetta. I'm like, oh my God, there's like a thousand <laughs> Vendettas out there. Like, no, we, we totally can't use that name. And I really yeah. liked it too. I really liked the name or anything, but I was like, nah, we got to think of something else. Yeah. And um, I had just, uh, my wife and I had just traveled in November of 21 to Cancun. Um, and on our way to where we were staying, we, uh, we had an awesome uh taxi i guess taxi driver uber driver what do you want to call him that took us to our destination but he kind of took like this little side road and he pointed out to us all these like ruins that if if you weren't from the area you wouldn't really have even known they were there mm -hmm. and we drove by like one or two actual like pyramids like he's like these are not famous they're not on any you know they're in any history books or anything he's like but they're there nobody knows about them yeah. So seeing them like kind of resonated with me like, oh, man, this this is this is awesome. I've always wanted to go to the pyramids in Mexico, but I've never actually gone like to, you know, Chichen Itza and all that stuff. But um, just seeing those like really stuck with me. So when we started looking for a name aside from Vendetta, um, I, st I started to think like, well, I want something that sort of has to do with like my ancestry like mm. you know, mexican culture you know yeah. aztecs and mayans and all that and um I'm, I'm not like a bookworm or anything i wasn't like oh my god i googled it i'll, I'll admit that <laughs> yeah. i was looking for words that would translate and i was like well what word can we translate and um like for me and tony music is is it's our therapy like it's yeah. straight from it comes from our heart so i was like well what if i translate heart like the word heart, and I, I translated it, and the word yolotli came out as an Aztec word. I was like, that's really cool. That's bad. Like, I really like that that word. Yeah. I can totally see, like, because I always think ahead, like, oh, you know, marketing and all that. Yeah. And we have a logo now, which is like a Y. And yeah. We, we have it in our life set. It's a big old centerpiece and everything, but I could, like, see all that in my head. So I'm like, that would, that would work really good. Like, because it's not a traditional name. Like, I don't think... 
there's going to be bands out there that have that name. So I did the Spotify test and everything. I'm like, nope, there's, <laughs> not, there's not one. <laughs> I think there was like a like a fashion label or something that came up as it, but yeah. that was it. So I'm like, cool, dude, we're good to use this one. So that's how that name came about. Oh, that's what's so, up. I wasn't yeah. sure if like Tony already kind of had that idea. Yeah. Or no, if... I mean, we, we brainstormed. We, we had some other ones in contention, but I was the one that brought that name to the, to the table. And he's like, yeah, that's really cool. I really like that. He's like, so let's roll with it. Yeah. So yeah. That's badass. Yeah. I think uh, I my band also had that same uh well um i guess situation that we looked something up and it, it wasn't take it i think the there was a dj that actually had that yeah the name the way yeah. <laughs> and um we were trying to make a website and he already had made one and he wouldn't let go of the of he the wasn't domain. even playing anymore yeah and we were just like dude just let it go please yeah. like but yeah, I know how that can be, and it's just just so funny. Yeah, to talk about, like the Spotify task is. Yeah, we we all have to go through that. <laughs> I guess yeah, it's just and, part of the. Process and it wasn't issues. even like all all rock bands like Vendetta. Like there was like two or three hip hop artists that were were Vendetta, and there was like a ton of rock bands. I'm like, yeah, we're just gonna get lost if if we use that name. So we, yeah, we went in a different direction. So it's absolutely badass, yeah. and uh, I I think um, you definitely achieved what you were what you were going for which is you know a name that stands out yeah. and it's something totally different and it's just like oh shit like you kind of don't it makes you remember like oh shit like i've i've seen this name i've yeah. heard you know i've heard it or um and yeah it's eye-catching so right Thank so you. yeah good like congrats on that because it's badass yeah um so recently i saw that you guys were uh, a part of battle of the bands yeah how how was that process for you guys? That was so much fun. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like on a whim. I saw that they opened it up because um, none of us are UTEP students. Because mm -hmm. I think when it started out, it was just open to student bands. Oh, yeah. But then they opened it up um, like to all local bands. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to I'm going to throw our name in the hat, see what happens. Yeah. And, um, you know, sure enough, they they reached out to us and said, like, yeah, you guys are in the running, you know, do what, you know, send us this and that. And um we ended up being one of the top bands to come in and we did a performance here. We did a live performance, uh, like video footage, which was awesome. You know, it was yeah. so much fun and the product that we actually got out of it was great too. So, um, we came in and did the live thing and it was all, uh, it was all on voting yeah. and we were kind of disappointed that we didn't get to go to the live rounds mm -hmm. because we're such a live band. Like we're like one of those bands that just, you know, gives us, gives it our all. But it was based on um, student voting. So we're like, mm. oh, man, they're not going to vote for all those grandpas. So, <laughs> yeah. so there wasn't really any hard feelings that we were kind of expecting it. But we were really hoping that we could make it to the live performances. Yeah. But it was still such a fun, like such a cool experience. And um, to actually see the other bands that we were going up against, like they're, they're all most of them were younger kids. Mm -hmm. So it was just so cool to see all of them going for it, too, and like you know pushing promo and doing their yeah. thing all their performances so it was just it was such a good experience it was awesome the guys here at GRS are, are so cool so supportive and i think it's awesome that utep did that too oh yeah so, for yeah. sure yeah. I, yeah i definitely love that they're um just tapping into you know local talent yeah. um and just kind of bringing a, a light uh to a lot of really good bands yeah um speaking of your live performances um I saw that you guys have a really good light show as yes. well when you guys play live. Yeah. Um, how did you guys get to bring that to stage? Yeah. 
Well, I'm really glad you asked that. Um, I have to give full credit to, I have a good friend named uh, Paul. He actually engineers, builds all of our light setup for us. Um, we started playing live, we started recording in 21, and then in last year we started playing out. And um, I've known Paul since I was like 13, 14 years old. I've known him longer than I haven't known him. So um, he had been living out of town for a while, and he had come back in and told him, hey, man, come out, catch my band. You know, we're, we're starting out, we're starting to play live shows and everything. And he came and caught a show. And Paul's a musician himself, um, so he's been in and out of bands too. And he came and saw us, and he's like, you guys are, are really good. I, was, I like what you're doing. He's like, but you guys need, you know, something a little, something more. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, you know, what do you have in mind, dude? He's like, well, he's like, all the bands that I've been in, um, I've always put lights together for them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, if you want to, you know, put something together for us, go for it, dude. I'm like, what do you have in mind? And he asked me, he's like, well, do you guys have a logo or anything? And uh, we, we have a, like a circle Y logo that we use. So we actually have stickers of it and we put on our shirts and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, if you can do something out of that. So it was maybe like a week later that he showed up to our, our practice space and he had this like, uh, I want to say it's at least like eight feet you know wide across why like lit up i'm like oh my god did you build this he's like oh yeah it was easy What? and he's like yeah he's like um he's like if you guys are game you know i'll keep adding stuff on and and it just kind of like snowballed from like the initial thing that he built and um it just expanded to all kinds of lights like on stage lights and he actually programs uh our whole set mm -hmm. like he has a laptop he's He's initially the sixth member of our band. He's okay. like, he's like, we're like, dude, you're you're a part of the band. He's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care if you don't. He plays an instrument, like the lights and everything is totally, you know, part of it. So that's all my buddy Paul. Um, he just kind of saw us one time. He's like, yeah. He's like, I really dig what you guys are doing. You guys came for me to, you know, try this stuff out. And we're like, uh, yeah. Why would I say no to that? Yeah, of course. So um, yeah, I mean, he's he's like full blown. He's he's a member of the band. He's at every rehearsal. You know, he goes to every show with us. We all load and load out. So yeah, that's how it came about. He just kind of jumped on the train and and never left. So yeah, for yeah. sure. I think uh, that just totally takes your performances to a whole yeah. other level, and everybody needs to check that out. Thank um, you. Just because I can't think of another single band that has that. Yeah, it's Hopefully. kind of funny that you say that because we uh, I think it was last week um, we played with a touring package at. Uh, at the rock house mm -hmm. and we were the opening we were, we were on the the you know the beginning of the show and we get there and we load up and everything and and one of the i think it was somebody's touring manager i think he was uh managing like all three bands for the tour because it's a whole package he's like man i've never seen locals with with this much stuff i'm yeah. like yeah i mean and you know it's it's kind of a double-edged sword because no matter where we show up now we have to take everything because everybody's like getting to know us as the, that band yeah so we're like we can't take a day off we're like nah let's not do the lights this time we yeah. kind of have to do it for every show now it's part of but, like you who you guys are yeah at this point, but it's cool because even i mean even when we rehearse it art it still has that that kind of elevated vibe so it feels different it feels like kind of special like yeah we're doing you know we're doing something here yeah so yeah yeah again like yeah, just yeah it just takes you guys to like yeah. the level and that it's fucking badass. it's it's awesome I, like i'm so i'm so stoked that that you know paul came along and, and decided to to take part you know in what we're doing so he's he's I, i'll single-handedly admit that he's elevated what we're doing like to a whole other level so 
Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so you guys have a few songs out. Yeah. Um, are you guys planning on creating a, a full-blown album soon? Yeah. Uh, actually, the on the 10th of November, we're going to do a show at the Rock House. It's going to be a, a record release show. <gasps> so oh, we're, it's going to be 10 songs long. And okay. um, I'm super excited because we're actually dropping a physical CD. Like, we're not okay. just putting the tracks up and like, yeah, they're out. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm old school, so I'm like, we have to have a CD on hand to sell. I'm like, yes. I'm so excited for that. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. I think um, we've totally let go of the CDs, sadly. I'm, I'm absolutely guilty of it myself. Yeah. Too. Yeah. For sure. And you know who, what's well, making a comeback? Um, freaking vinyls. Yeah. Um, so I kind of started my small collection. Yeah, same. Yeah. But I actually have been thinking like, damn, like I really want to start carrying like little CDs around again because uh, when you're on a road trip and then you lose signal and then you're just like driving in silence awkwardly and I'm just like, fuck, yeah. I wish I had a CD at this point. But it's it's super badass that yeah. you guys are, are also going to take that route yeah. as well. And um, I think we, we should bring CDs back. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally guilty of it too. Like, like Spotify has ruined me. Like, and I still have a book of CDs that, you know, that I've owned forever, but I'm like, nah, well, I feel like listening to this song or this song. Yeah. I think it's made me a bad music fan too. Cause there's some bands where I'm like, well, I know like one song from them. Yeah. Cause I like the song and I'll attach to it, but I'll, I won't like go back and listen to full records or something or yeah. I will. And I'm like, eh, it's all right. Yeah. So it's made me a terrible, terrible music fan. I agree. Well, yeah, I, I agree in that point that like, oh, that, oh, I know them by this one song. Yeah. Um, but it also has, I have to say, it has given me the ability to discover a lot of absolutely new bands yeah. um, and a lot and like totally expand my 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 knowledge in, yeah. in genres and what's out there. So actually, I was talking about this with Chris the other day. I'm just like, it just sucks that you have to have like a million uh listens in order to be able to monetize off of it like yeah <laughs> yeah we were uh me and tony were reviewing our our like our streams the other day and i think we've had stuff up um like for close to two years by now on spotify he's like yeah dude we've made like 30 bucks i'm like awesome like we're <laughs> we made it like how cool is that <laughs> so we're like yeah just leave it in there maybe we can pay you know to keep our songs up from that cash like it'll just pay for itself or something so yeah yeah but it's it's pretty cool because um it was a fair amount of streams which kind of sucks because we've only made that much off of it so i'm like well that's cool we actually have some people listening to us out there yeah so, you're like this is investment money yeah <laughs> like this is my retirement fund right here yeah um so as a frontman, how do, how does it feel to be the frontman of Yolotli oh, and um you know having to carry some type of performance yeah um and you know especially because as a frontman you have to engage with your audience right. um and that's what can either really make a band yeah. or not yeah. um i i've totally seen and I'm not trying to shit on anyone, but I've definitely seen like um like really talented people out there that um the stage presence just like isn't completely there yeah. and it just kinda like uh doesn't take yeah, just kinda like um 
doesn't take the band where maybe it could potentially right. go. Um, so there's like some type of pressure on, almost on a front man. Yeah. Um, so how does it feel for you to be the, the you know, the front center yeah. person of, yeah. of this project? Well, um, like I said, it's, it's still kind of an infant concept to me, uh-huh. like being the front guy, because I was used to so many years for being behind a guitar or like having somebody else do the, the lead stuff. Um, I, I like it. I enjoy it. Um, it's, it's a blast to be free on stage and have just a mic and move around and everything. But like you said, you kind of have to, you have to definitely know how to talk to the crowd. Yeah. You have to have a certain energy. Um, like the guys always tell me, uh, they're like, well, you're the, you're the face of the band. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, yeah, you know, the, the singer is always, you know, I'm like, I guess, but, um, you know, I, I do my best to, to kind of interact with the crowd and everything. Um, I think as a band we've learned, um, I think it just comes with experience to be comfortable on stage, like yeah. just have fun. Cause yeah, it's like not sure. everybody gets to do this. So, Absolutely. um, so I have as much fun as I can with it. Um, I try and interact with the crowd. Sometimes it's not always a big crowd, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but, uh, you definitely try and get people, you know, to feel what you're doing and, you know, feed off of you. So yeah. I, I try my best to have fun with it. Um, once I started lead singing, um, I started to watch more uh, like live performances from different yes. bands that I like and kind of try and like, oh, well, I'm going to copy that move or, you know, kind of say something like that. Or, yeah. So you have to you definitely have to put effort into into doing it. Like you said, like if you just give your back to them between songs or like just ignore them, it kind of feels like, well, what the hell are we doing here? Yeah. You know? Like they don't want us here. So so you have to like pull them in. So mm-hmm. I think I'm still learning how to do that, but I think I'm starting to do a decent job of that yeah it takes time for sure and just like you said like experience yeah um i can't tell you how many times i've said stupid shit on stage yeah (laughs) i kind of do it on purpose now it's because sometimes you feel like people are not listening you just say some dumb shit to see if they laugh or not so yeah but yeah we we try to not take ourselves too seriously like we are a we are a heavy band Our, our you know our music is aggressive but like i said like i don't know every time i walk on stage it might be the last time i get to do it so i'm like i'm, I'm gonna just you know have fun and be stupid and that's very true. like i remember there's been bands before where we've had rules like oh no smiling or no you know like in pictures <laughs> or like oh we're wearing all black or you know blah 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 um and there's still there's i'm not gonna name any names but you still see a lot of bands around that have that kind of attitude like mm-hmm. about them like i mean i get it like you're playing a certain style and everything, but at the same time, like, dude, who who cares? You know, you don't have to be you don't have to be the cool guy. Yeah. So yeah, we we, we clown around a lot. So if, if you if anybody out there goes to see us, you'll you'll definitely see it on stage. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you just have to like embrace. Yeah. Um and, and just be like i mean, embrace like the the goofiness if that's who you are, you know, but I think more than anything, just kinda like be true Yeah. To like the audience of who you are right you know um because i think that a lot of things that i mean people know people can see yeah um you know if you get nervous or if you're just like awkwardly like standing there or or if you really don't know how to like engage or you know um people notice but i think that um 
confidence is key always. yeah <laughs> for, for sure. sure it's a challenge too honestly because uh, like for me um i have like so, so sort of a touch of like social anxiety yeah so i can get in my own head and be like oh, oh my this gosh. kind of freaks me out um yeah but as soon as we actually as, as we start playing it's it's gone yeah. So the, the thing that I'm still grasping is like afterwards, like after we play, when, when people want to come up to us, like we're, I'm just, we're just like, we're just dudes, like, yeah. you know, but um, I try and get into the sort of like the promotion, you know, mode and be like, yeah, you know, follow us and this and that. And, yeah. but I'm, I'm like, I'm just always humbled when somebody wants to come up and tell us like, oh, that was so cool. Or, you know, cause you know, it's, it's, it's awesome that people even just show up to our shows and yeah. watch us so so i'm always gracious as, as gracious as i can be so but yeah it's it's a it's a definitely a learning process to i guess walk into that persona per se yeah 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 for sure and i think there's um especially well i think that some artists like have this alter ego yeah. when they go on stage yeah. and they have to present that um right. be but um when you don't have that, <laughs> when yeah. you don't have some type of alter ego, um, it's it's different. And it is very humbling, you know, when people yeah. come up and you're like, oh, like. Yeah, I think you have to develop that, yeah. you know, because if you don't, I mean, it 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 is sort of that kind of rock star idea. But at the same yeah. time, you don't want to be a, a, you know, dick. You yeah, don't want to be sure. a jerk or anything like that. But I think you, you, it definitely takes like a, something to click in your head when you walk out, like just to change into that. So it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have to ask, who are your influences for mm. Yolotli? But you know, because we we get influenced for our projects, um, and maybe we kind of want to. Um, yeah, I, I guess like we embrace uh, who maybe has helped us become like performers or the artists or the songwriters that we are. Yeah. But then there's also, you know, I guess the uh, what is it called? The I can't think of the word right now. Also, there's like the artists that are the guilty pleasures. <laughs> right. Yeah, I have a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But who influenced you to to become the writer and the performer that you are? Would you say? Well, first and foremost, of course, I got to give it to my brothers for, mm -hmm. for getting me started into music, and my pops too for being the one that brought us all in. Um, influence wise, as far as I guess, I'll base it off of um, singing, like singing lyrics, stuff like that, because I could tell you musical influences all day long. Mm. but um i'll base it off of i guess the vocalists that have influenced me since i'm i'm doing my role in this band is is the singing so um the first person i would say that really really heavily influenced me like i just wanted to be that um was aaron lewis from stained okay. like ever since i was a teenager like i got super into Stained off of um like when they first came out on their first record I got to see them on a festival in Albuquerque like before their record even dropped for the first time. So they were just this brand new band. Um, but seeing him, um, he's always had like very deeply emotional lyrics and mm -hmm. I really latched onto that. So I would say um, like lyrical wise and, and as far as singing too, because I think he has a beautiful voice. Mm -hmm. um i would say aaron from stain was was always like a, a lifelong influence um vocally on me 
Um, I would also have to probably a guilty pleasure band. Not really a guilty pleasure because I'm sure a lot of people out there love that band is, is Aerosmith, Steven Tyler. Okay. I think he's like one of the best, you know, frontmen of all time. Yeah. So I'll definitely give it to him. Um, nowadays, I have a lot of influences, um, you know, because we're, we're mainly a, a heavier band, but we, we have melodic, you know, I, I really enjoy singing melodically. So um, there's a band called Issues. Um, their singer is more on the, he's like the, on the R&B side, but he brings that into like the heavy side of music. What? So that, you know, I, I find that really cool. Um, there's a band called Spirit Box. They have a, a female vocalist um, and she is just a beast. Like her screams are... I think... Uh... Papa Joe and Mama Judy might have they're, shown me that. Yeah, they're big fans of. Uh, I know they're big fans of Spirit Box too. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, always, so it is. I'm yeah. like really bad with names to be honest, yeah. but like, <laughs> but yeah, they actually showed me um, videos yeah. of this the, the band and the yeah. girl and oh my god, yeah, yeah, She's um, incredible. I had them recommended to me by a, a friend of mine, and I went and checked them out. And I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. But yeah. I watched like an in studio performance by her, and it was just so effortless like her screams she just she was like walking in the park like just like screaming her guts i'm like (laughs) oh my god and then she starts singing and i'm like man this is just unfair so (laughs) but um i would say um since my in my time with yololi she's been a very big influence because i i do the screaming uh singing back and forth so i've taken a lot from her um there's another band uh, out that's been out for a, a good number of years now called um, Sleep Token. Okay. And I feel like I've heard this band before. They're they're kind of more on the dramatic side. They're a heavy band, but but um, I kind of I kind of gravitate to them because they they're uh, they base a lot of their music like on visual, like on the live show and everything. But mm-hmm. at the same time, his vocals are are like super. I want to say sort of operatic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more on the showmanship kind of side. Okay. So I, all of that stuff influences me. Um, there's, and I'll name one more band and it's a band called Beartooth. And, mm-hmm. um, the reason why those guys influence me or that the singer influences me is, uh, he writes in such a way, which I really, really push myself to do to where it's heavy music, but it's still catchy. Mm-hmm. Like I want to write like a pop song. That's going to stick in your head, but you're listening to like a metal song. You're like, what the hell? Like, yeah. how did this get stuck in my head? So that's always like my goal. So I'll, I'll definitely give Beartooth that. Um, but I mean, as far as, as vocalists influences, I like all, all genres of music. So mm-hmm. any good singer to me is like, oh, that's, you know, that's awesome. So you like all genres. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Huh? I, at heart, I'm a, I'm a metal head. Like I yeah. love Heavy, like if you go to my Spotify, like probably what seventy percent of it's just heavy, heavy music. Dang. But there's some weird stuff in there too. My brother just invited me to go see um, "Bullet from My Valentine" oh, okay, and "Of cool. Mice and Men" in yeah. Albuquerque. Yeah, I can't go, but I was like, damn. Um, so I actually blame my brother as well for influencing me in like musically yeah. and. Um, in films as well nice. um and i'm not super passionate about films yeah. but i have i i do like to to see uh like behind the scenes and yeah. you know not uh, i have some knowledge yeah. but um 
uh yeah he totally influenced me into listening to rock bands and like metal bands um so yeah bullet for my valentine was like a big one for me and avenge sevenfold yes um I listen to them just because my brother listened yeah. to them. So I totally feel you when you say, oh, my brother's yeah. influenced me. And yeah, like- I mean, 100%. I'm I'm like the person I am because I grew up wanting to be like my older brothers. So, yeah. I, of course, I've developed into, you know, my own person. But like getting my start, uh, all, all the music that I heard and everything came from them. So, yeah, definitely. They're, they're the guys that led me on this path. So, and uh my brother Drew actually is is the drummer for Yolotli, so we're still playing together. Oh shit! Yeah. That's yeah. fucking yeah, badass. Yeah, my older brother drums with us, so um, yeah. So we, the actual story, uh, the way that the actual lineup of the band came up is pretty interesting. So if you want to get tell into me that. about it, yes. So um, like I had said, me and Tony had started recording at the end of of 2021, and um, we had a, a nice batch of music recorded and done, ready to go, and we wanted to kind of put it out there. So we had a, a song we were going to put out called Awaken, and we wanted to put a, a video together for it. Mm. But we didn't have a band. It was just me and Tony. So okay. we were like, okay, well, who's going to be, you know, who would be cool to have to perform for the video? So we started thinking of players that we like and everything. I'm like, well, my brother's a drummer. I'm like, he hasn't done anything uh, in a while, but like, he's always been like an awesome, and I love my, my brother as a drummer because he's, he's an awesome performer live. Like, you see a lot of drummers that are, like, super tight and super technical, but they look like robots, you know? <laughs> so, which is nothing wrong with it, because, yeah. you know, but my brother's always been the type to be, like, uh, I could explain him, like, you know, like, Animal from the Muppets or something. Like, he's a full-blown, like, he's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that I express myself through, like, lyrics, he expresses himself, like, on the kit. Yeah. So, he just throws it down. So I'm like, well, we got to have him for the video. He's like, okay, that's cool. He's like, let's do that. And then um, he knew another guitar player, which ended up being uh, uh, our guitar player named Lori. And we actually got another bass player for the video who started out with us, um, another guy that I had played with for years, great performer. So the lineup actually formed around the music video. Mm-hmm. And once we filmed the day of the video, we're like, so what's up, guys? You guys want to <laughs> kind of stick around or you what? You guys want to like, join? <laughs> so they were all like, well, yeah, we were kind of wondering. because like, this is a trap. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, we all dig the song. So, so yeah. So um, that's kind of how it, how it formed. We actually have a different bass player now. So mm-hmm. uh, his name is Sebastian. So, um, but yeah, initially the lineup came about based on like who we were going to have in the music video. So we got yeah. all these guys together. They showed up and we we're like, so you guys want to keep jamming or what? And they're like, yeah, we're down. So that's how the lineup actually, the live lineup came about. Mm-hmm. But I knew in the back of my head, I was like, I got to get my brother to play drums on this. Yeah. So I wanted him from the start. So that was like my chance to be like, hey, Tony, like my brother plays drums, you know? So, but once he saw him and everything, it was like done deal. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was that, that's probably the strangest way I've ever had a lineup come together like it was totally based around the video that's so cool though i mean and it's also because you know your brother you've played with him and i think um it definitely helps when it comes to um be feeling comfortable and because sometimes like there's that dynamic in bands that like oh maybe you can't tell uh you know your band member that yeah you're being too fucking loud dude oh you know what i'm saying so yeah and um, I think the the idea behind the guys we got for the video, 
um, we based it mostly on like, well, who's gonna like, who's gonna perform like full body, like go off. So to recruit a live band on the idea, that idea kind of worked out because because we want guys that are you know gonna go off. Yeah. So it sort of worked out that way too. But um, yeah, I'll definitely agree with you in that because I've been in bands before where it's just like you kind of show up and everything, but you're like, well, you know, that guy's kind of weird or, you know, that yes. guy doesn't really talk to me. Or, so as it is, as it sits right now, our lineup is we're all like super comfortable with each other. So it's gotten to be like a really cool tight knit kind of thing. So but yeah, that's badass. Yeah, yeah um, I have to say i haven't seen you guys yet but uh, i i am aware I'm of this sorry. i'm sorry <laughs> but i really want yeah, to yeah well I you really definitely have to i know you guys have a show coming up in november yeah so i'll be there for that awesome for sure oh yeah um we'll shout you out from the stage <laughs> for the podcast <laughs> for sure Hell yeah. um but yeah so that's like one of that's on my bucket list for november for sure, for sure. um so you guys have uh that show in november what else do you guys ha have going on this year like do you guys have an end goal by the end of this year um well we actually pretty much have the the year booked planned out um mm -hmm. like i said the 10th is our is our record drop at the rock house and then i think um every weekend almost every weekend in december we have a show um, yeah um two of them for sure are toys for tots events so that's super oh, okay. cool yeah. So, but yeah, we play like almost every weekend and I think we have like one weekend off, but yeah, we're pretty much booked for the rest of the year. So, um, nothing booked yet for, for next year. Um, I don't know if we'll take a breather or if we'll just keep it going. We'll, we'll kind of see how it works out. But, um, you know, luckily enough, we had some, some, uh, some buddies of ours help us get into, uh, m around the mid middle of this year into rock house because um, we hadn't played there up until around the middle of this year and we did a show for some guys um some buddies of ours they do a, a youtube show too called sounds real okay and um they saw us at a show and they're like you guys need you guys gotta play at rock house we're gonna get you in there and they finally put it they put a live show together and they put us on the bill and it was at the rock house mm -hmm. so since we got in there, um, you know, the booking guy from there really, he, he saw our show and he loved us. So he's throwing stuff at us a lot now. So yeah. fortunate enough, like people are finally starting to take, to take notice to what we're doing. So, and, and, um, I mean, there's a ton of people that have even up until now have shown us support, but, um, luckily we're starting to get a lot of stuff offered to us now, which is, which is cool, which is always what a band hopes for. Yeah. But, um, next year we're really hoping to, to get out of town yeah we're hoping maybe if we can put like a i don't know a couple of dates together like a small tour or even just to hit like you know austin you know yeah. albuquerque colorado stuff like that so that's definitely a goal um but we're right now we're just excited to be dropping the the record finally so that that, so sh that should be really cool yeah dang um well i can't wait to listen to it uh, to i'm excited honest. for everybody to hear it uh how long did it take you guys to come up with this album uh oof. i can't even remember the timeline like i said we started recording in at the end of 21 so throughout all of last year pretty much we this uh this year last year we recorded songs here and there and we would drop like we dropped a few singles along the way mm -hmm. but um we've been sitting on about 
probably 10 or 12 songs, you know, fully recorded for a while. Oh, so uh, we, we our set is, is eight songs long, so we have a full set. Um, so we've been sitting on this for, for a while, probably, I would say for like at least a year, we've had the, the album ready to go. It was mm -hmm. just a matter of us kind of deciding how we wanted to release it and when and everything. So every once in a while, we would drop a, you know, like a single and see how it went over. But we're like, well, let's just put it all out. Um, because Tony, our, our guitar player, our engineer, he's, um, he's a workaholic, man. Oh, like yeah. we have the record done and he's already throwing like another record <laughs> done. Like, Hey, when are you going to come record this? I'm like, dude, <laughs> we just recorded the last song last night. So, but, um, there's not a shortage, shortage of material there. So, but yeah, we've, we've had this record done, like ready to go for a while. So that's so exciting. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have to ask, do you go to local shows yet? I've started to, yeah. I've, I've tried it. I've tried <laughs> to start supporting <laughs> more <laughs> now. Um, I have a ton of stuff of life stuff on my plate. So my time is like super yeah. limited, but I really, especially now that, um, our guitar player, Lori, he's in another band, um, which is Steel Lake, mm -hmm. which is another great local band. Um, so I've definitely tried to go to hit up their shows because mm -hmm. those guys always come out to our shows. Um, there's been a few where we're on the same build together. So yeah. Lori has to do double duty. He's like, oh, That's man. That's so tiring. Yeah, which uh, he's actually doing for our, for our uh, release show. Oh, shit. But um, there's been a few. We play together, but there's other shows, of course. They get, they get a lot of shows thrown at them, too, because they've been at it for a long time. So I try my best to get out to their shows, too, just to show those guys support. Because when we yeah. first came out, like our first show, they were all there and everything. So I'm like, oh, well, I got to show them you know the support back yeah so but yeah. you know I, I do my best to get out and and majority of this the the bands that i see are, are usually on nights that we play mm -hmm. i'll admit that but um do you I, have a favorite local band right now i have a few there's there's a few besides uh, you of course well yeah <laughs> nah, those guys are terrible <laughs> um there's some really good locals out there right now um there's a band called honey and verosa who's good friends of ours they're getting ready to they're actually recording with with tony our guitar player oh cool um they're getting ready to put out i think an ep uh we're playing with them here and there they're super good so check them out um there's another band doing it called glorious they're super mm -hmm. good um, one of my favorite bands, so aside from Steel Lake also, what's up guys, um, <laughs> is a band called Father Wolf. They're okay. sort of more on the kind of like hardcore uh, side, uh -huh. um, but man, they're just like, they, they're so tied and live. They're, they're awesome. So Father Wolf. Father Wolf. Cool. And there's absolutely two locals for sure. I have to shout out because I've been fans of theirs like forever and ever, and they've been doing it for so long, but they've been consistently good. Uh, one for sure, uh, which is Radio La Chusma. Oh, yes. Yeah. They're just like, oh. They're I'll, just a good time. Yeah. Like My friend Oscar uh, is a percussionist for that band. So, oh, fuck yeah. But he hasn't always been since uh, since I initially started following them. So I'm not just saying it because he's in it. Like, I love I love those guys, what they do. Yeah. I love their style, um, you know, their lyrics everything their vibe i've always been into that band um yeah. and it's it's definitely a good time because that's a show that i i don't have to twist my wife's arm to go to because she likes dancing and everything she's like oh hell yeah that's right you'll let you we can go <laughs> yeah. and dance and them and another band uh 
uh, what are they called? I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, Frontera Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it for a That's long right, yeah. time, too. Um, yeah. And they're just so, like, consistently putting good stuff out. So those two bands, as far as locals go, I've always loved those bands and, you know, followed what they've done. So Yeah. Which is completely off of, like, probably what you would expect from me. Like, oh, I, you know, metal and... I was going to yeah. say, like, okay, so you're, like... Yeah. You're into, like, the cumbias oh, and the Spanish. Yeah. Which, again, I mean, it's part of like who we are yeah. I mean, especially where we live yeah um but yeah um i was gonna ask you do you remember your first show with your lotli uh i do yeah it was oh, when was it it was we were in we're in what 23 now our first show was oh man october of last year mm-hmm. and it was at uh, sun city bar Oh, okay. Yeah, and we were opening. It was a uh, mom and pop booking show. Oh. And it was a touring band. I forget which band it was. Um, but yeah, that, our first show was there, which was cool, but it kind of sucked at the same time because that place has like a huge stage mm-hmm. and like great sound system. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was our first show. And then after that, we're trying to get shows here and there and we're playing like a little, you know, you know, dive bars, and they're all great. Don't get me wrong. They're all awesome to play, but you always want to play on that big, badass stage. Yeah. So if we're at that to be our first show, I was like, all right, what's next? And like, well, we got to, you know, we got to do the hard work and, you know, play wherever we can. Yeah. So it was like the first show was like this big, badass stage. So we kind of got spoiled and got used to that. <laughs> so, yeah, but that was the first show that, that we had. It was at Sun City Bar. Yeah. Yeah. And how has the the evolution of I mean I besides the the, the lights yeah um, how has the the evolution of, of like the band performance changed? Um, it's know, changed a, a lot um, for sure because that first show um, our bass player was new still new to the group the one that we have now mm-hmm. we had just added him. Um, and he really kicked ass because when we when we recruited him, he had about a month to get ready to play our first show with us. Mm-hmm. But um, our first show, we were still kind of all getting to know each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, you never know what everybody's going to be like on stage. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we kind of had a vibe going then. But I would say definitely from then to now is, is like completely different. We're all very comfortable with each other now. Yeah. Um, we, we know what we can expect out of each other live and, you know, what we can do if we can, you know, fuck with each other and all of that. Yeah. So it's definitely become more comfortable. Um, like I said, you'll see us doing some stupid stuff. You know, our our bass player does the freaking Macarena <laughs> on stage, you know, during one of our songs. So um, we've definitely gotten more comfortable. Um, we're sillier, but I think we're just more confident yeah like we know our music now we've been playing it for a long time we know our set we have the lights which make us feel like ah like we're really like we're here to we're we're showing up to to you know throw it down and put on a show yeah so we're confident um but we're just having fun like we're just enjoying ourselves as much as we can and so definitely from that first show to now it's like a completely different live band so so you've been in the music scene for a while oh way too long what has been (laughs) way too long yeah (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> what has been the biggest change that you've seen in in the music scene here in El Paso from when you first started to now? Yeah. Um, I would have to say, I don't know if it coincides with the whole streaming theme, but um, like when I started out 
playing live it was like the freaking i'm gonna date myself and make myself sound like a grandpa again but it was like the renaissance of live shows like local shows would be like huge like when whenever like a really good um you know lineup of local bands would play um you would see like a line of people around the venue outside you know in those days it was like like any regular show was like 100 people 150 people oh wait wait so maybe i am gonna 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 date date me yeah (laughs) but i need to know what what year was that like, well you're see of? the thing is um i started playing like i told you i started out when i was like 13 14 years old so i'll by the time i was 15 16 i was already play, out playing shows yeah um i want to say this was in around the late 90s like 98 97 98 okay um those days the local scene was like super super big oh, shit. yeah and um one of the best places to play in those days was was club 101 like okay. club 101 was like the place to play um and that's one of the places where we would have really really big local shows so it's kind of been um kind of a bummer to see the the scene go up and down yeah but that was the best i ever saw it Dang. like it was it was it was always packed like every show there was a crowd I've played shows in the past, you know, five years where you're like, where's the people? Where are the people? Where is yeah. everybody? So, and and there's a ton of great bands in El Paso, which is the thing that sucks even more. Like these, they should be like those shows that were back in the day. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of hit or miss. Um, sometimes you get a good crowd. Sometimes there's like, you know, 10 people there. So I would say that's the biggest change I've seen is, is, is like it used to be such a, a strong supported community and it's it's still like that um like now that we've been playing out for a while we're sort of getting to know um like a good circle of bands and we're all kind of becoming friends Mm -hmm. so i feel like it's sort of going in that direction again and um i feel like it was going in that direction too but i think covid kind of screwed everything up covid really got everybody so used to staying home and like not being social i think that's really what kind of screwed everything up oh yeah um and i totally agree with that because i feel like i've become a lot more homebody i'll admit it too yeah i'm like dude human no thank you yeah yeah i i was at um telling mom and papa uh that i feel like my social battery is very limited now um so if i have like a day of just like interacting with people just like all day or whatever like i'm, I'm just done for the, like the exhausted. next yeah, yeah i'm just like i'm just not leaving my yeah. house um but yeah covid for sure like yeah for me. so but like i said i mean the 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 community as far as as the bands go um i see it getting a lot more you know closely tight-knit um by the way yeah. I, I have to say that i think you're the first person that has ever said that the el paso scene was really good like back then really yeah i feel like most people tell me like oh i think it's gotten a lot better and there's a lot more support and it used to be like super uh like almost non-existent like i have never heard anyone say that they might be a little younger than i am maybe maybe. (laughs) yeah they never got to see the handy of it um i would agree that there's probably more support for it um Mm -hmm. but there's a difference because nowadays i think a lot of people would would base support on like like online 
like yeah. oh we got likes and we got comments and yeah. So it's it's changed, it's evolved, you know. It's still there's still support there. I'm not saying that the scene I'm not at all in any way saying that the scene sucks. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's just different. Like yeah. a lot of it is based now on on, you know, Instagram and Facebook and all of that stuff, yeah. which of course we do. Like I'm big on that. I'm always on there promoting the band and everything. But for me it used to be like, oh, these people are at the show, they're in our face, you know. So that's what we want. That's what I want to see again. So, yeah. yeah, I um, and I think uh, Mama and Papa, I know we keep referencing them. They yeah. were saying that um, I guess one of the biggest thing is that the shows have now become like eighteen and over or twenty one and over, yeah. and it used to be like all ages, yeah, type of thing. Yeah. Um. So I guess that definitely plays a huge part. But me personally, like, I don't like seeing like families at shows i don't know it's just so weird to me and especially i think of like well when you go to like festivals and stuff i'm like oh these kids like ears you know like he's gonna be deaf by the time he's five like (laughs) but um it and and i had never like seen it that way like that when you open up the world to a younger crowd like that they want to become a part of it yeah you know and it's totally true and and i'm just like i mean fuck yeah like that you're right like we should be doing that because yeah that'll open up their eyes to the possibilities of what they can do and if they want to be musicians like this yeah is what they can look forward to or whatever right. you know or they can be influenced by that yeah um actually funny that you bring up that conversation of you know, like of the youth i have to i have to mention the other musical project that i'm a part of mm-hmm. um i don't know if you've checked it out or not probably not because i don't think you've you've uh i don't think i've mentioned it to you but i'm part of a group called one star day no. um which is the the band is primarily a father and son uh pair and the kid is a drummer uh my buddy renee and his son ryan and ryan is nine years old what? yeah and he's the drummer um we've recorded songs and we actually have music out on spotify so go check out one star day but um renee is a good friend of mine uh for many years and he had hit me up he's like hey me and my kid are gonna start doing you know some music he's like would you be game to to sing on some of this stuff i'm like dude absolutely that's so cool so i i hadn't even heard any of the music but i was just in because of the kid so what, like, what type of music is it it's like alternative rock music okay yeah it, um you have to just go check it out mm-hmm. it, it's it's rock it's like alternative rock music um but yeah like i said he approached me about it and before i had even heard one note i'm like dude i'm i'm so in just oh, to see like just the fact that the kid wanted to be a part of something and like yeah. that he's so into music and into drumming and everything i'm like dude i'm i am totally in but um luckily enough the music was really really good mm-hmm. so they they have had me record on so far we've recorded and released two songs oh, and we okay. actually did a video for one of the songs too so oh, it's shit. called glow it's up on youtube by one star day so you have to go check it out yeah but um it makes me so happy to see this kid like so into music and like yeah I'm like dude even if you know if we don't keep playing with him, I hope he grows up like to continue doing it. Yeah. But it, I'm so like I'm so honored to be doing it with him. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's so cool. It's so much fun, and it's just so cool to see him like so into it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it like it makes you just proud and happy yeah. when you see someone so young wanting yeah. to be a part of 
you know, or just, yeah, wanting to be a part of playing music. Yeah. Um, recently, GRS actually had a, um, a live session called yeah. In the Live Room. Uh, and they had this little rapper. So they had um, Jamal Streeter. Okay, yeah. And uh, yeah. they had this little kid who I think outside of the of GRS was like, oh, like, can I perform? And yeah. then I think they were kind of taking it back, like, what? Like, you want to perform? Yeah. And I, I guess they, like, let him do it. They let him in. And, um, yeah, he was just this 10-year-old starting to rap and, like, saying just the most profane shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which like, was... dude, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Or if you do, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. I know for sure. Um, but I, I thought it was totally badass yeah. that he had the confidence and the will and yeah. the want to, to do it. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, you're 10 years old. Me personally, when I was 10 years old, I was the shyest fucking yeah. person in the world. I never thought that I would be performing for a yeah. crowd one day, you right. know? But I'm just like, it's so cool to see, you know, kids wanting yeah. to perform and having the confidence to to do it yeah. and wanting to be a part of that. Yeah. And I think it's so cool. That there's there's a lot of local like local uh, music schools um, that are encouraging and supporting. Oh, them. yeah. I think that is so cool. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, it's badass. And I'm excited to see where El Paso goes um, because I think... We just have such a um, unique stance when yeah. it comes to, I mean, everything. I think I think El Paso is very different, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people shit on El Paso, actually. Yeah. But um, I think uh, what makes us different, of course, is that we're at the border, and we have influences from from all around you know yeah. and then we were also neighbors with new mexico yeah. and um it just makes it just makes things to be you know different yeah. um and things have totally changed for sure i've seen it um but of course it's not it's not like a it is in austin yeah but i hope that one day it gets to be as big as as as, as uh, it is in austin for yeah. sure so i'm excited to see um, how it's going to change. And I think El Paso is going to be a hot spot. Yeah. Really, really soon. Um, I think we're already like getting there. Yeah. Sure. I mean, there's, there's a ton of development going on everything. So I think we're, I think, um, whatever we've kind of fallen behind on, I think we're starting to catch up like super fast. Yeah. 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 So I'm curious to see where it's going to go. And especially because we also have a lot of people coming in from California. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm just like, I wonder how that's going to play a part in yeah. the evolution of El Paso. As long as someday we get an in and out, I'll be happy. <laughs> I would not have high hopes for that, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know we've been begging for it forever, but... I just yeah. want to know, like, how is it that Austin gets one before we do yeah. when we're closer to California? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, but... um. I have to ask you then now, are you, do you prefer In-N-Out over Whataburger? Oh man, that's a tough one. You know, I think it's the fact that I, I rarely get to have In-N-Out, mm -hmm. that it's like a big thing for me. Oh really? Yeah. Like, like since it's so far away, it's, it's just, it's like such a treat when I get to have it. Yeah. Like I have a Whataburger down the street, so I'm like, <laughs> I can have it whenever I want, but I don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a Whataburger fan. Oh, okay, I love Whataburger. Good, good, good. So yeah. What, what's your go-to order at Whataburger? 
Oh, the bacon cheeseburger. Bacon so cheeseburger? Number seven, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dang. Um, for me, it's... Have you ever had the sweet and spicy bacon burger? I have not. So it's like a seasonal thing, which I'm kind of mad because for whatever reason, it hasn't hit El Paso in a couple years. Oh, wow. Um, but one time I went to I went to Dallas in March and they uh, had it there. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is this not in El Paso? Because I've literally been waiting for it for like years to come yeah. back. But if you ever see it, I'll please have to, try I'll it. have to try it. Yeah, yes, sure. it's so freaking good. <laughs> right on. Um, so I need to ask as well, because I, I, I like to ask this to anybody who's involved in, you know, the art scene yeah. in general. What is something that you would tell someone who is up and coming or, you know, just trying to figure out if, if they want to play music or not? Um, what is some advice that you would give to someone? Um, definitely like give it a serious try, like, and try and take it, you know, as far as you can. Um, don't let anybody tell you that you're doing it wrong. Cause when I started out, um, I've never had like a, an official music lesson. I, I was in band, I was in, uh, in school band, but uh, you know, as far as like the guitar stuff, the vocal stuff, I'm not trained at all. Yeah. So, um, just try it just try and do it don't tell anybody that you suck don't tell anybody <laughs> don't let anybody tell you you're doing it wrong um but also be open to advice yeah like be open to people telling you like well you know you could improve on this or that or if For you can sure. find somebody you know who will take you under their wings absolutely take advantage of it but just do it um if you like it just do it for you and enjoy it for me, um, you know, it's like it's like therapy to me. It's like when you go on stage, like, oh, you know, some asshole cut me off or blah, blah. Like, just put it in the tank <laughs> and then let it out whenever you're on stage. So it's like therapy for me. Yeah. So um, and when I'm not like it, w if I go periods of time without being creative, I start to go like stir crazy. I'm like, dude, I have to be creative in some way or another. Yeah. So use it. Use it for a positive thing. Um express yourself you know it's being creative musically or artistically is like the best is like the most beautiful thing okay. so i would tell anybody just go for it you know if you like something try it try and get um you know formal training on it but if you can't just do it anyway do it yeah. as much as you can um you know go for it you know, even if you think trying something out is, is too expensive or something, dude, just do it however you can. Mm -hmm. Just go for it. So, yeah. Adam, that's beautiful. And I totally agree with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think that so many times we'll let people get into our heads. And yeah. <clears throat> it'll just make us, like, hesitant or just doubt ourselves. And, um, yeah, at the end of the day, I I think you should do what feels right to you yeah. and and what you love to do yeah. because when you do things with love um they you do things right right um and another thing is that my stepdad would always tell me as well like if you're gonna do something do something right yeah absolutely um but adam thank you so much for being oh, here it was so much fun thank you um i don't know if you want to touch up on anything else that you want to talk about uh, pretty much just I'll you know I'll go into marketing mode and and if you want to follow us see what's going on with the band uh, you can follow us on Instagram under Yolotli Band you can find us on Facebook if you want to follow me you can find me on Instagram is Out Loud Adam um, I 
you know, I update all my musical projects and everything that I have going on there. So, you know, go and follow us. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. If you get a chance to come out to a show and check us out, Yolotli, please do. You will not be disappointed. You know, we no, you we won't. give it all for you guys. So we really need a crowd. We want we want that crowd there for our show. So you guys start coming out to check us out and, and you know, we'll take it to as far as it'll go. Heck yes. Yeah. Check them out, guys. Thank you guys for listening in. And thank you for being uh, a part of The Only Thing I Know Is Nothing. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>